0: Let us pray. And Nathan said to David, thou art the man. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I appointed thee king over Israel, and I delivered thee out of the hand of Saul. 2 Samuel 12:7. Lord, when I make mistakes in life, I thank you that you will place people in my life like Nathan, that aren't afraid to tell me the truth, even when it hurts. I thank you that through my mistake, you constantly give me opportunities to repent and turn from my bad decisions. When these moments happen, give me the heart of David that quickly acknowledges my mistakes and desires only to honor and reconnect with you, Lord. Even if it may cost me some things at first, because you are a merciful God, I can praise you because your abundant mercy will cover my sins and establish your presence once again over my life. Like David's new son, Solomon, I declare that I too will be able to give birth to the dreams and promises spoken over me. Thank you, God, that there is no sin or mistake that can separate me from your love. I come to you with a repentant and open heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for the Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com When you drive a vehicle so
1: reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do David Repents. In our last story, David remains home from battle to rest. While his men fight on the front lines of the Ammonites, David lounges in the sun, basking in his triumph. David eventually grows complacent and sleeps with the wife of one of his mighty men, Uriah. She becomes pregnant, and David sends Uriah to the front lines to be killed to cover up his sins. Now we see David caught in a cloud of ignorance to just how evil his sin was. God sends Nathan to reveal to him his error, and David's heart melts in front of a holy God. Inspired by the book of 2 Samuel.
2: Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In yesterday's reading, we heard how David became complacent choosing to stay at home rather than fight the battles that the Lord had given him. As a result, he faced the temptation of a beautiful woman, Bathsheba. And he gave in to the temptation, and when his lover became pregnant, he tried to deceive her husband in order to cover it up. Ultimately, David had Uriah killed to keep his sins hidden. But God sees it all, and he was grieved, deeply grieved, by the king's sin. Today, we'll hear what God says to David through the prophet Nathan to open the king's eyes to his rebellion and sin. When David realized the evil that he had done, it breaks him, and he will soon discover that God will exact a high price for David's unfaithfulness. But we'll also see what a heart of true repentance looks like as David turns back to God. So, let's hear now the reading for today.
1: A subtle cloud of darkness covered the land of Israel Although the sun still shined brightly, there was still an ominous feeling permeating throughout the city of Jerusalem. Nathan, the prophet, felt the unease, especially when he spoke with King David. There was a flightiness to his demeanor that Nathan could not ignore. The quick marriage between David and Bathsheba alarmed him, and he inquired of God what was happening. God confirmed Nathan's suspicions— David had murdered Uriah to cover up his affair with Bathsheba. The new child was born out of sin, and Uriah's blood cried out from the grave to God. David did his best to numb the pain of his sins. He did not want to think about Uriah or how he and Bathsheba met, so David convinced himself to forget. He buried his shame deep down. David was looking out the same window as before when he saw Bathsheba. Lost in thought, David could not hear Nathan opening the door behind him. Nathan stood behind him for a while, allowing David to be alone with his thoughts. David turned around to see Nathan and smiled. The two embraced and sat down. David could see the concern on Nathan's face and asked, What is wrong? Nathan paused and looked at David. He sighed and stood up. Nathan began to weave a story before David, saying, There were two men in a city. One had many riches. He had great flocks, vineyards, and property. His flock had over a thousand sheep, and his riches only increased as he sold and bought them. The other man was poor. All he had to his name was a little lamb. However, he loved that lamb dearly. The poor man would feed the lamb from his own arms and nurse it to become strong. The lamb was like a daughter to him. One day, the rich man had a guest. However, he was unwilling to take a sheep from his own flock to feed his guest. Instead, he stole the poor man's lamb to feed his guest. And the poor man was left with nothing. David's eyes widened. A look of shock and outrage was on his face. Nathan wondered if David understood the story. Yet David stood to his feet and clenched his fists. That man deserves to die. To take that man's only lamb when he has thousands is selfish and wicked. He ought to... You are that man, Nathan yelled, pointing his finger at the king. God has anointed you to be king over Israel. He delivered you out of the hand of Saul. He has blessed you with riches beyond your wildest dreams. Not only do you have a wife, but you have three. And yet you strike down Uriah for his... David's soul began to crumble as Nathan spoke for God, yet he said nothing. Nathan continued and said, Thus says the Lord, the sword shall not leave your household. There will be strife in your household and war among your children. David wept on the floor before (laughs) Nathan. Sobbing filled the room as David wailed before God on his knees. David put his hands over his face and whispered, I have sinned against you, my God. Nathan looked down at David, grieved over what he was about to say. David, the child that has just been born will pass away. But God will restore you. He will not leave you. David continued to lie on the ground, sobbing. Nathan left the room and allowed David to weep before his God. After this, as had happened with many children in those days, the infant became sick. David sat before God in silence. He fasted. He prayed. He sought God intently for seven days on behalf of his newborn son. However, the sickness claimed him, and the child passed after a week. David was alone in a dark room where he often prayed to God— Tears had dried on his face and his body was trembling from lack of food and water. David could hear murmurs from some of his servants behind him. Still looking forward, David asked, Is my son dead? The servants were silent for a moment and said, Yes, he is dead. David stood up, washed himself and changed his clothes. He worshipped God into the night. Singing a song of brokenness and praise His voice echoed through the chambers as David sang Have mercy on me, O my God, because of your faithful love Because of your abundant mercy, cover my sins Wash me, cleanse me from all that keeps me from you David played his harp as he once did in the hills of Bethlehem Slowly his heart began to grow warm from God's presence David and Bathsheba mourned their son together and found comfort in one another's arms. For the first time, instead of merely having sex, they made love. And the two, as husband and wife, bore a son. The son's name was Solomon. He would hold a special place in God's heart. God would continue with Solomon, as he once did with David, and it would be through him that the house of God
2: would be established. As today's scripture passage begins, the prophet Nathan is paying the king a visit. Only this time, he isn't bringing good news of God's favor upon David. God has seen what David has done, killing Uriah to cover up his unfaithfulness and the child with Bathsheba, and it greatly displeased him. So he sends Nathan with a message to the king. Nathan tells David a story. It's a story of two men, one rich and one poor. The rich man had many flocks, but the poor man was blessed with just one sheep, for whom he cared deeply. Yet, when the rich man needed food for a special guest, he took the poor man's one sheep rather than take one from his own flock. David was so blind to his own sin in this moment that he wasn't connecting the dots. He was sure Nathan was telling him about someone else in his kingdom, and he didn't restrain himself from demonstrating the outrage at such callous, greedy behavior by the rich man. The penalty for such actions, David said, must be death. That's when Nathan broke the news to David. The man in the story was David himself. God had given him more than he could ever have imagined. He had rescued him from Saul and established a powerful kingdom. And yet David had turned from God's word. He had taken Uriah's wife and had an honorable man killed to hide his sin. Because of his sin, David would suffer great consequences. Rebellion and strife would fill his home, and his own children would turn against him and each other. And unlike David's sins, which had been committed in secret, David's disgrace would be on display for all to see. David's sin was exposed, and David should have known this because he believed in a God who knows everything. But don't miss the magnitude of what happened next. When Saul sinned, he made excuses and blamed others. David ultimately owned up to his sin. And we see the repentant heart, a man after God's own heart, who is now repenting. It is the same repentant heart that God wants in us. Listen to David's words and God's reply in 2 Samuel 12, 13. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. God would spare David from the judgment he deserved. But that did not mean that his sin would have no consequences. God would restore David, but the child born of his sin would be taken from him. Not long after, the child became ill, and David pleaded with God for the baby. He fasted and prayed, asking God not to let the child die. But after seven days, the baby passed away. David knew something had changed and asked if the baby was dead. When the suspicion was confirmed, David did something we might find unusual. His servants certainly did. He got up, washed himself, and changed clothes. Then he praised and worshipped God. Even in his brokenness, with his heart ripped apart by grief, David turned his praise to God, who is the giver and the taker of life. Like a lost son, David now has returned to his father. Soon David and Bathsheba would have another child, one they named Solomon. And this child would grow into a man of great wisdom, whose life God would bless and guide and use to establish the house of the Lord. Let's pray together. Dear God, we know that sin has consequences, terrible consequences. So, Lord, protect us and keep us from sinning. But when we sin, may we come to you with confession and true faith and repentance. We ask that you would forgive us and change our hearts and change our lives. We thank you for the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, which makes it possible for us to be forgiven, that though our sins are as scarlet, they can be white as snow through Jesus our Lord. God, give us a heart that seeks after you and a heart that is devoted fully to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I hope you are enjoying it as much as I am. This is Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer the priority in your life. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love. By sharing this podcast, you can make a difference in someone's life. This podcast is being listened to all over the world by millions of people, and we are celebrating the fact that God's Word is being heard. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This
0: episode is sponsored by Medishare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
1: Welcome to the Pre News
0: Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we will unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.